It's been an eventful Monday night, Monday Night Raw, TD Garden, Boston, Massachusetts. And I mean, from the start, from the beginning of the day, it's been one of the most anticipated Monday Night Raw episodes that they've had in a long time, just solely off the fact that Big E sent out a tweet earlier today and said that he was going to be cashing in the money in the bank contract. But we'll get into that. I am your host, the host, Brian Tronic, and welcome back to Within the Ropes. And this is the Monday Night Raw review. Um, If you're listening to this, then I appreciate you. If you're not listening to this, then you're not going to hear me say how much I appreciate you. (laughs) But let's cut to the chase, okay? Big E is the new WWE champion. He finally cashed in his Money in the Bank contract and defeated Bobby Lashley tonight on Monday Night Raw. And I mean, I don't I don't really have any words. It was I mean, some people. Some people can say that it takes the element of surprise away, but. You know, once once it happens, you does it really matter? You're still surprised. I mean, anything could happen. Right. I was surprised. Anything could happen. I was kind of I was crossing my fingers. I was a little nervous just because, you know, yeah, Big E could say. And and I mean, the the wording, if you pay attention to the wording all night, Big E just kept saying that he intends on cashing in his money in the bank contract. Um, So when someone says they intend on doing something, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do it. I mean, you could have the intent to do anything in the world, but that doesn't mean that you're going to actually do it. So the wording is what I was paying most close, most close attention to throughout the night. But uh, Big E was all over this episode. They started off the show with Big E and Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley and MVP and, and Riddle was there and and. Such a crazy moment for even Riddle to be in, right? I don't think Riddle said one word on the mic tonight. He was just there alongside his tag team partner, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley were scheduled to go for the WWE Championship tonight. And originally, this was supposed to happen in two weeks at Extreme Rules, but they obviously moved this up. Some say it was because of the loss that they took to dynamite in the 18 to 49 demographic some will say you know otherwise i don't know there's lots of other reasons why people could say wwe decided to do this wwe championship match um tonight on monday night raw here's what i say who cares what the reason is at least they did it at least it was fun it was entertaining i thought the whole show was entertaining and but the biggest thing is Big E uh, actually sticking to what he said he was going to do, doing exactly what he said he was going to do, which was cashing in the Money in the Bank contract and defeating Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley did beat Randy Orton in a very, very good championship match. Um, and you can see the setup, right? When When Bobby Lashley won and he beat up Riddle and then he, slammed Randy Orton through that table 
that announce table. You can see that the announce table kind of hit his leg, and and uh, big uh, Bobby Lashley started like kind of limping. It's like at that moment, it's like okay, it's gonna. Ha- I I knew it. It's, it's gonna happen, right? So Biggie comes in, and and you know he does his thing. He catches it in. They almost they almost ruined the moment by going to commercial break. I thought that was a little weird. Like, what are you guys doing? Why are you going to go to commercial break? Don't do that, right? But they came back from commercial. All is well. Everybody's ready. TD Garden's on their feet. Everybody's pumped up. The match starts. Um, and, you know, Big E slapped Bobby Lashley across the face. Bobby Lashley obviously got some offense in, as he should. Cause he's been one of the most, if not the most dominant WWE champion in the last, I don't know how many years. Um, but Big E, he, he finally did it. He, he captured the WWE championship. And this is one thing that's really, really crazy. I've seen this stat. Um, I believe, I forget the, I forget the Twitter account. I know, uh, down for the count, shout out to them. They retweeted, uh, the stat. I forget where it originally came from, but this is the first time that a black WWE champion um, has transitioned to another one, right? Like, this is the first time that we've gone from one black WWE champion to another black WWE champion. And that's crazy. And that's a big deal. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's something to celebrate. It's something to be happy about. Um, it's something to talk about. It's something to be joyful about. And, so, you know... If you if I mean if we ain't gonna do nothing else, we ain't gonna you, you know, I mean I know everybody's got their their favorites and everybody's got their you, you know thoughts about Vince McMahon and the WWE and the booking and and everything that they do you know wrong more so than right. I feel like, but that's with anybody though. Like you could be doing something right. Over and over and over, but as soon as you do something wrong, that you're under a microscope. Like everyone pays attention to that and only that. But you know, we should be happy that Vince McMahon and the WWE um, made this call. Um, I saw a report earlier, uh, like right after the match ended, Andrew Zarian reported and said that um, that this match was indeed supposed to happen uh, on October fourth. Oh, no, I'm sorry. October. Is it October? What is it? When is the raw portion of the draft? Yeah, it's October 4th. Uh, this match was supposed to happen on that night. So obviously that, you know, they they moved it up to tonight. But the fact that they still went with that, with the initial plans, the fact that that was even the plan to begin with, which we all kind of knew and we wanted that, right? Like when Biggie won the contract, we all wanted Lashley, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. We all wanted Big E to cash in on Lashley. We knew that Big E wasn't going to cash in on Roman Reigns. We knew that wasn't going to happen, right? We knew that there's no way in hell that anyone's going to interrupt Roman Reigns and everything that he's got going on right now. There's No, it's not going to happen. So we knew that Lashley was going to be the one that Big E cashed in on. We just didn't know when. And especially when it didn't happen after Money in the Bank, which I thought and many others thought that it would it could happen after Money in the Bank, like right after the night after. It didn't happen. 
But it all makes sense. All the things that he's done. I mean, they didn't quite tell that story, but all the things that he's done to, you know, the New Day and Kofi and Xavier Woods and, you know, Hell in a Cell, what he did. It's just it just makes sense. And, you know, you got to give credit to Bobby Lashley for holding the championship um, during that tail end of the no crowd era uh, going into WrestleMania, beating Drew McIntyre, getting through Goldberg. Um, and so you got to give Bobby Lashley credit. Um and yeah, it's 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 a new day. <laughs> no pun intended. Well, I don't even know. Is that a no pun? Would I say no pun, or is it pun intended? I don't know. But whatever, it is a new day, and Big E is the new WWE champion. Um, what's next? I mean, if the reports say that Big E wasn't supposed to win this until October, then that means he obviously wasn't supposed to win it until after extreme rules and you know i mean that obviously means that orton was supposed to lose at extreme rules what's going to happen is biggie going to defend the title against uh, bobby lashley at extreme rules in a rematch what's going to happen here i don't know um but i'm interested to find out um congratulations to big e congratulations to new day after the match uh, xavier woods and kofi came out and celebrated with them Almost brought a tear to my eye. Um, And it was a good moment. And so I'm happy for him. And I feel like that WWE hit a a home run. I said earlier in the day that they needed it. They needed a home run. They hit it. Um, I feel like they hit it in Madison Square Garden on Friday. They hit a home run. So they got another opportunity to do that with this new revamp of NXT 2.0 is what they're calling it. And... You know, with Samoa Joe vacating the NXT championship, they've got an opportunity to now crown a champion for the future. It's going to be L.A. Knight, Kyle O'Reilly, Tommaso Ciampa, or um, or Pete Dunne. Hell, it, it could even be Carmelo Hayes. If you really want to hit a home run, what a fucking way to go out. Um, What a way to make a statement and to kind of, you know, stick it to everybody who has an issue with WWE and Vince McMahon and creative and, oh, we don't listen. You know, if you had Carmelo Hayes um, use his contract that he earned from winning the breakout tournament to insert himself into this fatal four-way and make it a fatal five and then win the NXT championship and have him, the new young star, um, lead us into this new era of NXT, that would be great. That would be fantastic. I would love that. And man, they'd be hot. WWE would be on fire if they did that. All eyes on the company at that moment, in in my opinion. But um, we'll see. We'll wait and see tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, like if it's already Tuesday and you're listening to this, then we'll find out today. Make sure you guys... Stay tuned because I'll be doing a NXT review as well. But let's get into the rest of the show real quick. There were some dope things that happened um, other than, you know, Biggie showing up, you know, all night. Reminding us, reminding Bobby Lashley, letting us know that he is going to cash in the briefcase uh, tonight. Other than that, 
We had a championship contenders match with Charlotte Flair, the Queen City versus Shayna Baszler. And this was a good match. I felt like this was an opportunity for Shayna Baszler to really go out there and all right, show what you can do. Let's get back. Let's let's get let's get back in in the, into gear. Let's 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 get back into the 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 bone breaking. Uh, I forget all her nick. See, that's crazy. I forget all her nicknames. Um, I don't even know what they used to call her anymore. But whatever, just get back to whatever that was before. I felt like Charlotte and Shayna had a good match. They had okay chemistry. They never really had great chemistry, but they have okay chemistry. This match ended up. With Charlotte Flair picking up the victory due to outside distraction. That's right, shenanigans. And you know I hate shenanigans. But it's okay in this case because Charlotte Flair picked up the win. Shayna Baszler was distracted by Nia Jax getting on the apron, sort of in the same fashion in which Nia Jax was distracted by Shayna last week, which Charlotte Flair picked up a win. It's so crazy, right? Like Charlotte Flair is getting all these wins because everybody else Ain't all her opponents just ain't focused. They're not on the same page, okay? They're not on the same level as Charlotte Flair, okay? The 12-time champion, and it should be more, but I'll let it slide, okay? The 12-time women's champion, Charlotte Flair, is just focused. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants, okay? She said it tonight. After the match, Alexa Bliss walked down to the ring with a present, and, and she gave her a gift. She says she doesn't collect dolls she collects championships right and it's true see while y'all mad that charlotte flair is collecting championships and you're saying oh she's just buffing the numbers and all they're just trying to make her get as many championships as her father so so what and she deserves she better than her father how about that she's better than rick flair so she should get all the championships. She's better than Flair. She's better than Cena. Okay? That's, I'm just going to leave it at that. She's better. Um, but she took the gift and she opened it and it was a doll. It, we saw the, the birth of Charlie Flair from the Queen City. Charlie Flair. And you bet your ass I'm going to get me a Charlie Flair doll. You don't, don't you worry, okay? My son got a Lily doll when we was at when we was at SummerSlam. My son got a Lily doll, so now I'm about to get the Charlie doll, okay? Which is kind of crazy because my son's name is Charlie, and I'm about to get the Charlie doll. Really, the Charlie doll should be his, but it's gonna be mine because it's Charlie Flair, okay? From the Queen City, um, Alexa Bliss says that. Everyone needs a friend, even a narcissistic. Nar- Ooh, did I say that right? Even a narcissistic bitch like Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair tosses the doll at Alexa Bliss, and then they go on and attack. Look, Alexa Bliss did very, very well in this um, post-match segment. She did very, very well, and she's. Getting, I'm pretty sure she made a lot of people believe that she's probably going to win the Raw Women's Championship, and that she's capable of, you know. Leading Monday Night Raw and the women's division. Uh, nah. Uh-uh. No, it's not going to happen. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> this is just fun for Charlotte. That's all this is. She's going to lead Alexa Bliss to one of the greatest matches of her career. 
And then at the end of the match, and still Raw Women's Champion from the Queen City, Charlotte Flair. And that's it. That's all. There's really nothing else to say about that. So moving on, we had um, six or was it a six? Yeah, six man tag. Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders defeated Jinder Mahal, Veer and Shanky um, in a whatever six man tag. I'm going to need Drew McIntyre to stay away from Jinder Mahal, Veer and Shanky. It's over with now. Get over it. Same thing with the Viking Raiders. Stay away from those guys. Let's. Let's do something else. Let's mix it up. Hurry up and announce that King of the Ring tournament, WWE, because I'm getting tired of seeing these same ass shit mix-ups and matches. I'm tired of it. Um, We got a backstage segment with Big E and Xavier Woods and Kofi, uh, rightfully so. I thought that was dope. Uh, Damian Priest and Jeff Hardy had a banger United States Championship match. Uh, Damian Priest had announced that he was doing an open challenge, and Jeff Hardy was the one to accept it earlier in the day before Monday Night Raw even went on the air. Sheamus was on commentary. Sheamus was great on commentary. I like it. Um, Jeff Hardy and Damian Priest were just matching, 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 going back and forth, and I'm, I enjoyed it. Damian Priest, though, would pick up the win, rightfully so. He is a fighting and winning champion with no shenanigans at all, but like 2.2 seconds after Damian Priest picked up the win, um, Sheamus attacked Damian Priest and Matt Hardy. Uh, gave gave get uh, did I say Matt Hardy? Jeff Hardy. I can't remember if I said Matt or not. Whatever. They're both Hardys. <laughs> Sheamus gave Jeff Hardy a bro kick, and then he tried to bro kick Priest, but then Priest gave him a bro kick of his own. So that was cool. Um, I don't know how too many people feel about the fact that they're having another match at Extreme Rules for the U.S. title, but I guess I'm okay with it. If this is the last one, maybe, hopefully. I hope. Hope this is it. Hope they don't keep doing this for more months and more months. What is this? This is September, so they have October and then November. Okay, I was going to say, because, you know, Priest is going to have to be going up against Shinsuke Nakamura if he's still Intercontinental Champion. By the time Survivor Series hits, that's going to be a banger. Yep, that's going to be a banger. We got a mix-up backstage between Nikki A-H-S, as Sonya Deville says. Uh, It's really Nikki A-S-H. Got into it with Tamina, so Sonya Deville says, Hey, you know what? You're, you know, before... Natalia and Rhea Ripley face off. You two are going to have yourself a match. So we got Nikki Ash against Tamina. And the match ended in a weird, weird way. Um, Nikki hit a tornado DDT and then she pinned Tamina. And the ref counted one, two, three. And like right, it was either at the three or like right after the three. Tamina got her shoulder up. And then. Mike Rome, what are you doing, bro? You announced that Tamina was the winner of the match. <laughs> and yeah, so then after the match, Tamina and Natalia beat up uh, Ripley and, and, and uh, Nikki. And then they went to commercial break. So I was, we were left in like 
confusion, like not really knowing and understanding what the hell went down. But Nikki Ash did indeed win the match. They didn't really explain too much what that mix-up was um, with the music and, you know, the ring announcement. And I don't know. It was kind of weird. But then we got Rhea Ripley versus Natalia, and I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, but Rhea Ripley obviously would end up picking up the win, uh, locking Natalia in the prism lock. Natalia taps out, which is rare. Natalia doesn't really tap out. But that was cool. Corey Graves said, he said something along the lines of it. I'm paraphrasing because I don't know exactly what he said. Um, when are we going to get? Something like, when are we going to get new women's tag team champions? I am trying to figure out the same thing, Corey. Because Natalia and Tamina are great, but this tag team title reign has been horrible. And honestly, it's really just the booking, right? I don't think it's them. I mean, Natalia went down with an injury for a few weeks, but she bounced back quickly. And I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. What's going on? They they don't really book. I mean, it's bad enough that the booking is super inconsistent and all over the place on the regular period. But you add tag teams in there, oh, they get it the worst. Tag teams get the worst booking, the worst everything. So, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. And, again, I, I'm trying to figure out where Shotzi and Knox, where do they, you know, where do they fit in this? They've beat the champions, what, three or four times. So, how come they're not in this mix to try and get a hell? I would have liked if they came out tonight on Raw. Also, like, hey, yeah, we know we're on SmackDown, but we're not just going to let you guys get away with taking our title shot, right? Makes sense. You know what really would have made sense is on that super SmackDown that they promoted, in which we didn't really, I don't, I don't think we saw one Raw person at all on that super SmackDown. But on that super SmackDown, what they should have done was had Ray Ripley and Nikki Ash go up against Shotzi and Knox. And the winner will go up against the women's tag team champions first. It just uh, it just makes too much sense. Charlotte uh, throws away uh, Charlie Flair backstage, threw her in the trash. I don't think Lillian Alexa is going to like that. Hell, I don't like that. I think Charlie is a phenomenal doll, if you ask me. Uh, we had a dope, was it an eight-man? I think it was an eight-man tag. Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, and the New Day against Mace T-Bar, AJ Styles, and Omos. Uh, Mace T-Bar, AJ Styles, and Omos would pick up the victory after Omos pretty much tossed everyone away, choke slammed Ali for the win. This was good. Omos looking strong. Um, Ali and Mansoor are funny, hilarious, especially Mansoor dancing along with the New Day when they were making their entrance. This whole entrance though took like 10 minutes like it was like entrance commercial break come back entrance commercial break come back it's just weird and it kind of killed the momentum i felt the show was going at a nice pace it was flowing well and so the constant commercial breaks and the you know the long entrances was kind of unnecessary but the match was still fire and i appreciated it we got dewdrop versus eva marie Dewdrop hit her low cross body for the win. Eva Marie still cannot wrestle, so I don't know what the freak is going on. But figure it out. Figure it out, WWE. Either 
teach that girl how to wrestle or get her off the show. <laughs> get her off the show and put Tony Storm on Raw or something. Come on, man. Um, speaking of Raw, I know I mentioned it vaguely earlier, but uh, they finally announced the WWE draft. Um, WWE draft is set to take place and begin on October 1st on SmackDown and then continue and conclude, I'm assuming, on October 4th on Raw. So that's that's neat. Who should be the number one pick? Who should get the number one pick? How are they going to determine who gets the number one pick? All of that matters, and it should matter. I don't know if it will, but all of it should matter um, come draft time. We'll see what happens. Karrion Cross cut a promo backstage. He said, one by one, they will all fall and pray. He was wearing a suit. It was very, like, you know, the background was kind of, like, dark. And, look, they should have done this. He cut a phenomenal promo. And they should have had him do this when he first stepped foot on the Raw brand. They showed, like, footage of him beating up Keith Lee, Jeff Hardy, Ricochet, uh, Humberto. John Morrison, they showed all that. By the way, there was no John Morrison on tonight's Monday Night Raw. So, yeah, they mixed it up a little bit. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, look, Karrion Cross is going to be fine, in my opinion. Karrion Cross is going to be great. And I can't wait until he finally gets in position to where he is being like he's successful. Maybe WWE Championship match in the future. I don't know. I think it'll be dope. Biggie and 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 uh, Karrion Cross, that'll be amazing. Oh, give me Biggie and Keith Lee. Mmm, damn, that's a banger. That's a banger. We'll see though. We'll see in the near future what uh, WWE has in store for Biggie. Or I don't know. Maybe Biggie will lose. Maybe he'll maybe he'll have a rematch with. With uh, Bobby Lashley, and he'll lose to Lashley at uh, Extreme Rules. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, and then, of course, they ended the night off with WWE Championship match, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton. But you guys already know how that ended. You know how it ended. Lashley wins. And then after the match, uh, Big E cashes in, and he becomes the new WWE champion. And I'm excited for what the future holds for him. Um, they literally gave Biggie the, the the keys tonight to Monday Night Raw and said, don't crash. And I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I think he'll be fine. Um, says a lot about the new day for them to put the title on Kofi, for them to now put the title on Big E, for them to, like, it's, there's, some, there's something there. And I, I want people to understand and realize. I remember when everybody was saying that they should break the new day up. And, you know, I even said some things in regards to, oh, maybe they should have Big E turn. It's a new day. But this right here shows that you don't need all of that in order to make these things possible, in order to make Big E become champion, in order to make um, Kofi. And everybody can have their moment. And this is dope. This, the new day, I'm sorry, honestly, one of one of if not the greatest tag team in WWE history like now you have two WWE champions Xavier Woods I know he's going to get his shine I know he's going to get his time um 
what whenever that is, whatever that is, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's King of the Ring. That's what he's been wanting. So hopefully we get to see Xavier Woods do his thing. But this is this is great. This is fantastic. Tonight's episode episode. That's that's episode and show uh at the same time. Tonight's episode of Raw was a home run. It was a 10 out of 10 for me. I was entertained. I had fun. Big E kept his word. There was no shenanigans. There was no this and that, that and this. He didn't have to go through a gauntlet to to see if he was going to get his opportunity or not. Like he earned the right to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. He he won the Money in the Bank ladder match, which gives him the right to cash in um and have a championship match whenever he feels like it. He did that, and he let the champ and the challenger tonight know that it was coming. So I respect it. Um, but that's it, man. That that's pretty much that pretty much wraps up Raw. Um, I'm excited for NXT 2.0 tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Why are they calling it NXT 2.0? I don't know. I don't even know if they're even. I don't even know if they're really even going to call it that. Really, at, you know. But that's what they called it. They've been they promoted they there's multiple commercials tonight showing it and they they promoted the fatal four way for the NXT championship for tomorrow night. So listen, I'm gonna be back for the NXT review tomorrow night. We're gonna talk about the new revamp. We're gonna talk about the energy. Hopefully it's a home run. Hopefully it's a home run. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if WWE can do three out of three. Hmm? Three out of three. Technically two out of two this week, but I'm saying from SmackDown last week to now, three out of three. And then if they can do it again on Friday for SmackDown, we'll see. But um I appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. Um make sure you guys go to within the ropes podcast.com and go to the YouTube and subscribe there and and, and and freaking make sure you guys leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Okay, Apple, Spotify, whatever you, whatever. Okay, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Within the Ropes. It's been a while since I did this, guys. It's been a week. Last review I did was All Out, and that was on Monday last week. I've been busy. I've been busy. But you know what? If you don't see me here, which I intend, obviously, to be here, right? You're going to get reviews. I'm going to be cooking reviews going forward like crazy, all right? Um, but make sure you guys check out in the click. Okay. I'm a regular there. Um, I'm usually on one or two episodes a week there. So make sure you guys check that out and the bullet cast every Thursday. Okay. Shout out to Phil and Brandon. Shout out baby Huey within the click. Those are my guys. Love you guys, man. You guys are freaking freaking awesome. But yes, make sure you guys check out in the click. Check out Bulletcast, okay? Because I'm there too. So check it out. And I'm out of here because this review is over and I have nothing else really to talk about unless I'm going to sit and talk about Big E for another 30 minutes, which I could, but I'm probably not going to do that by myself. I said my piece. I said how I feel. I said what, what I want. Big E is the new WWE champion, okay? Fucking black excellence is in the fucking building. Okay. This is great. Black wrestling indeed does indeed draw. Okay. 
But we know this already. We do. We know this already. I'll see you guys for NXT tomorrow. Wrestling fans, have a good night or morning whenever you're listening to this. Because you could be listening to this Tuesday morning or y'all know. Within the ropes podcast.com. Don't forget it.